0: golfers get tennis elbow? Yes, they get it quite often. In fact, studies and surveys strongly suggest they actually suffer this injury considerably more often than golfer's elbow. Hi, this is Alan Willett from Tennis Elbow Classroom. Rather than going over the statistics and quotes here, you can read those in the article that's either below or linked to below this podcast. I'm going to move right on to the more interesting question of why and how golfers develop this injury and why it's more common than golfer's elbow. First of all, what's the difference between tennis elbow and golfer's elbow? Well, it's not about which sport you play. Players of both tennis and golf can and do get both types of injuries. And it seems to be a common mistake, even among pros of both sports, to misidentify the injury by referring to the sport played. The short answer is that regardless of what sport you play, golfer's elbow is an injury that happens to the tendons of the muscles that close your wrist and fingers into a fist at their anchor point, or origin tendons, at a bony knob at your inner elbow, called the medial epicondyle. And tennis elbow, regardless of which sport you play, is an injury that happens to the tendons of the muscles that open or extend your wrist and fingers from a fist, most of which have their anchor tendons at a bony knob at your outer elbow, the lateral epicondyle. And both these muscle groups and their tendons are crucial when it comes to gripping and holding things like tennis rackets and golf clubs. And speaking of golf clubs again, how and why do golfers get tennis elbow so often? Well first let's look at where they get it. Golfers who develop tennis elbow usually get it in their lead arm. So a right-handed golfer will, get, will tend to get tennis elbow in their left arm because a right-handed golfer leads with his or her left shoulder, arm, and wrist with the left wrist facing the direction of the swing and those wrist extensor muscles of that left arm are going to be the first major muscles to dampen and absorb the impact shock traveling up the rigid club shaft after the club face impacts the ball or the ground and the ball. And that impact shock can be significant even, you know, especially in the case of a, of a heavy or fat shot. The wrist, whether it's cupped properly or not, will want to suddenly go into a more flexed position which the wrist extensor muscles will try to resist. That stresses those muscles and their attachment origin tendons at the outer elbow, again known as your lateral epicondyle, setting you up for a potential case of tennis elbow. Now the less you take fat shots and the better your swing is overall, the less impact stress those muscles and tendons will have to deal with, and the less likely you'll suffer a sudden tendon tear, or any damage at all. But there's still going to be repetitive stress on those muscles, even under the best of of conditions. And those muscles are going to be absorbing a lot of it which, you know, may in time lead to tennis elbow if the tendons start breaking down and, and just can't recover. Now is that the only explanation of why golfers suffer tennis elbow more often? No, but I think it's, it's simply the most obvious. Here's another interesting piece though. A lot more people develop tennis elbow than than golfer's elbow as a whole. I think it's something like 5 to 1. Tennis elbow is more prevalent in the general population in most occupations, with most hobbies, and in most sports. We're talking about two muscle groups on either side of the wrist and forearm here. The wrist flexors and the wrist extensors. And I think the simplest, easiest explanation is that although these muscle groups are very similar, one is stronger and more adaptable and thus less likely to be injured than the other. Which one? Well, winner, winner, chicken dinner, it's your wrist flexor muscles, which are on the golfer's elbow side of your wrist, forearm, and elbow. The wrist flexors being stronger and more adaptable and having a higher endurance threshold can withstand and adapt to both sudden and long-term loads better than their opposing muscle group, the wrist extensors. So more people get tennis elbow involving their wrist extensors, which are less adaptable, and, and less people get golfer's elbow, which involves the more adaptable wrist flexors. Once again, let's keep in mind that it's the weaker and less adaptable wrist extensors of the lead arm that are always on the front lines of the golf swing, so to speak. I say always because the swing is always in the same direction. Whereas in tennis you have a forehand and you have a backhand. The tennis forehand stresses the wrist flexors more and the, and the backhand stresses, stresses the wrist extensors more the backhand being a more difficult being more difficult technique wise it's more often poorly executed the late backhand being a prime example leading to more stress on those extensors and hence tennis elbow but getting back to golf my advice to you as a golfer would be to take your tennis elbow or any warning signs you may have of it very seriously it's often more stubbornly resistant to healing and difficult to recover from in my experience although I've successfully treated dozens of cases of both over the years. Again, tennis elbow, the muscle group in question, and, and their tendons are, are, are less rugged and adaptable, and apparently have less of a blood supply, whereas the golfer's elbow muscles and tendons seem to be a lot stronger, rugged, and more adaptable, as I mentioned earlier, with a better blood supply, which means faster healing potential. As a golfer, you know, tennis elbow is probably the more limiting condition of the two, it's usually more painful and harder to compensate for if you decide to keep playing golf while recovering from it. Whereas golfer's elbow is probably less limiting and probably easier to compensate for if you keep playing while recovering. The good news is both are completely treatable if you follow the right protocol and avoid most of the standard advice and so-called common wisdom. And yes, you can actually treat them yourself at home. And whichever one you have, golfers, or tennis elbow, or both, I have a self-help program for it here at TennisElbowClassroom.com. It's an all-video program where I show you how to treat your muscles and tendons by hand yourself in ways often more precise and effective than what professional therapists would do when treating your injury, and considerably less expensive too. I teach you how to stretch in a completely different, safer, and more effective way than what's normally taught, and I show you the key exercises you need to rehab and strengthen those muscles attendance. tendons. Now, whether you need a program this comprehensive right now, or you're just beginning to wonder whether you might have Golfers for Tennis Elbow, I invite you to visit Tennis Elbow Classroom and browse the free articles, videos, and podcasts like this one to learn more. At the very least, I'm sure I can help you avoid some of the common mistakes tennis and golfers elbow sufferers all too often make Pursuit of relief without knowing better. This is Alan, your tennis Subble tutor, at tenniselbowclassroom.com.